Tell y'all how I know I'm in my feelings <laughs> because the um the applause, like the intro, I don't know. It, it seemed like it was a little longer just now for me. I don't know. I've had a long week, so I feel like the last show was like a month ago. Anywho, um, but I feel like it was a little longer just now. And I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. They love me. I'm in my field. So y'all forgive me. That is to give you yes, Cynthia. I don't know where they could you please find Fei-Fei and all your dolls? Don't leave all the dolls on the floor. And then take Fei-Fei back up to your room, okay? Because you said you were going to keep the door shut um, while Mommy does her show. And then Benji's out whining. Okay. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Again, happy, um, um, happy Thursday. Um, happy B-Day. You know what Thursdays are for. Yeah, hi, Fei-Fei. There's Queen Jama. I don't know where Scarf is. It's in the other box. My 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 show CEO is, is in the building. Benji, Benji, hi baby. Okay, we're gonna keep this going. <laughs> so, um, needless to say, I nothing much has changed. Even though we have been away from home, what since yesterday feels like a long time ago too. This week has been so long, if you can't tell, because um, I don't get a break. And this little guy is okay. You ready? You good now? Um, let's go back. <laughs> let's start over, y'all. The, the beginning of this show. Got my chin. He got my chin, y'all. Benji, Benji, I need you to calm down. Um, okay, again, restart. <clears throat> so, hey, y'all. Happy Thursday. <laughs> welcome or welcome back to another episode of The B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. Thank y'all for your patience just now as she is digging out every Barbie toy and strategically placing it on the floor. Good job. Could you put everything else back, though? Everything's on the floor. Just that fast. Did y'all count down? It was like under a minute. I know. This guy won't settle. Um, yeah, Sydney. <laughs> You're not going to find her shoe, baby. Don't worry about shoe, please. Did you get Queen Jana? Okay, so you don't want to lay that way. Get Queen Jana and take them upstairs to watch a movie, please. Thank you so much. Benji, what? you're flipping yourself. Okay, would you like to get down now? Ought <laughs> to get down. Benji, okay. 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 Woo! All right. That is a um, snippet into the real life of Benia. If you ever wondered why I get on here and just talk and just enjoy just having a little time to myself. Kinda. Um, this is me in the restroom, the bathroom, um, two apps. Um, this is me in my room, just anywhere, just everybody. Um, hey, Liz. Love you. See you soon. See you tomorrow. Um, Benji, Benji, please calm down. Okay. Ooh, it's all the energy. I need it. I have it pretty low. Hey, Chris. Hey, y'all. Come on in. Um, let's get into some stuff. I'm not even going to hold it up. Y'all know what? Okay. Y'all know what the, um, Benji, 
down, down, because I need you to calm down, please. Woo, I was feeding off his energy. You have a special guest. Listen, I do have a special guest tonight. Tell him that Petey says hi, Chris. Hi, Petey. This show is dedicated to Petey. Love Petey. All things Petey. Okay. Chris knows what I'm talking about. Moving on. Um, now that my energy is calmed back down because he was on 100 and I was like on a three. Um, let's see. See you tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> one more reset, y'all. I swear to God. I'm glad this was this was a good example. And we're going to get into what this was for me just now in a second. But this was good to me. Y'all just enjoy this moment with me. Now, resetting for the final time today, at least. Um, he's just going to sniff really loudly, but y'all don't mind it. So welcome and welcome back. We said that B-Mix, BeExposedRadio.com. Boom. Y'all know what the uh, B-Mix is for, or who, rather. It's for everyone. The unseen, the unheard, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that just doesn't belong anywhere and the overlooked. That is definitely a great addition since what? Last show, two shows ago, um, to the intro. Um, it's for everyone. To me, so to me. Um, I got a few things on the agenda now that we've gotten through <laughs> just the intro, Cheryl. Lord have mercy. Um I have some stuff to talk about, but before we do, I want to have everything ready up on my phone. Um, this is technically the last one. No, we'll say what it is because we can enjoy being black 365 and having our special month. So we can, we don't have to sadly celebrate the end of black history. You ever realize that? Or is it just me that tunes too much into like just feels and vibes of like movements, like not physical movements, but like you know, social and um, or societal um, movement. So, you know, civil rights movement, things like that. I'll always feel like a vibe of things happening. I'll be like, it, well, I've seen a lot of posts like this or these have died down. So it always seems like the end of February. This is black people, like something, something happens. Yeah, nobody, I don't know. Let me know if you've ever picked that up and or if you really believe that it's just me. Um, but it always, something happens with us. We'd be like, oh, this black history month, all the jokes is kind of light. Everything and then we start getting back to like, okay, back to normal kind of thing toward the end of February. Either who, um, this is the last show in officially in uh, Black History Month, but not the last episode of the B-Mix or anything. So I hope my producer didn't just gasp and <laughs> clutch pearls just now because I was not announcing anything crazy. I should have intro that a little better, but officially the... Um, last show of Black History Month 2021, I'll say. See y'all next Black History Month. But um, I still want to share um, from my calendar, you know, the, like I said, I told y'all, I'm going to show y'all again the correct way to Black History um, calendar, but more so it points out, I'm covering my mouth, a history of racial injustice. I love this. Um, It's the movement or the organization Equal Justice Initiative. EJI, Um, and it's really, really dope. Okay, so for today, February 25th, 2021, um, in 1886, anti-Chinese convention in Boise, Idaho, (laughs) Boise, Idaho starts a movement often violent against Chinese immigrants. Chinese share of Idaho's population decreases from one-third in 1870 to nearly zero by 1910. That was pretty heavy. 
I don't know about anyone else, but I knew nothing of that ever. Um, my first thought is, I guess it's, it stands as a reminder, and just me unpacking this just now because of how heavy it was. Um, with this Black History Month, uh, I mean, Black History Moment um, snippet, it's, I don't know, it not a, a, a feel good or anything, but it makes you feel like, or just reminds you that we're not by ourselves, even though you're not to celebrate in anyone else's misery. So it doesn't make me happy. I want to be very clear to hear about this, like crazy, a, a violent movement against Chinese immigrants. Um, that was heavy, but like, so to know, like, wouldn't have known that just here on American soil. That's okay. Woo. Okay. Shaking that off y'all. Cause that was heavy to me. Sorry. I like, got to look into that. I've never heard anything about it. Moving on. Um, notes for today, y'all. Let's get into something, right? Um, I got some stuff to talk about. I do. If you can't tell. Oops. Um, so can we go back a second since it's February and I'm a little late. I should do this last week, but it doesn't go with anything today either, but I wanted to ask about some Valentine's Day debrief or have one and talk about whatever your Valentine's Day day or weekend look like, your week. Because um, I'm curious. I'll, I don't, I'm not coming from a better place at all, I swear. But I'll be honest, the only reason I, it want, I wanted to bring it up is because I've seen some posts. I said this before, but I saw some people like kind of doing the most. But then like, is it just that y'all are not good at storytelling? So like the people that are posting about which I was about to do and what, you know, showing like behind the scenes or snippets of what you did special because it was COVID and what about, I loved it. But then it's like, well, what, ha- what happened? Like what y'all do? Y'all happy. So y'all just leaving the single people that's out here living vicariously through y'all. Y'all just leaving us out of the loop. Is that it? All right. That's fine. Or is it anything happening? Not that I want no drama, but I'm just wondering. I, it could have just been me with my timeline like switched up. Crazy. Okay, I digress. Um, with that being said, though, I really hope that it is not the latter, that it is some of y'all that some things did not go as planned or, you know, like I really hope everything turned out great, right? Because um, it made me think of like my, my brain, my, my mind. I was actually, my sister, <laughs> love her. It is so good to have people in your life that know you. Um, she knows that I'm scratching because it's like itchy right here, just on my knuckles, crazy. Um, in case this looks weird to anybody, me doing this, I ain't throwing up no signs, promise. Um, but my sister recently, she said randomly, cause I was trying to explain something like I'm struggling to do tonight. And, um, I always like struggle through things, but sometimes worse than, than other times. And so she was, I wound up saying like, I know you probably think crazy or think too much or something. And she was like, no, I truly believe that you have, you're like, honestly, you're always just full of thoughts. Like you have a lot of thoughts and Yo, bingo, like, so true. This, can anybody else relate? Like, if you really think about it, a lot of us call ourselves overthinkers. A lot of us claim that and say we overthink. But it, is that really just because someone's at some point in the, of another told you that, you know, it was too much? Like, how do you know that they are, that you have a lot of thoughts or that you have too many thoughts? Or, you know, like, how do you know that? Um, and it usually comes from like somebody else saying that. And so what I'll say is important um, is for anyone, even if you, I guess there are some people out here, I can't believe that there's somebody out here that does not overthink, uh, not overthink, but doesn't think a lot um, because a lot of us are claimed to be overthinkers, but you don't really hear people saying like, no, I know I'm not an overthinker. 
So it's just a lot of people claiming one side or not the other. So I think of the people that are not overthinkers um, or have never considered themselves to be like, what, how do they process things? Like when we sit with, when we sit with our thoughts, me, I'll explore endless possibilities of just one simple scenario. So even when I was thinking about like, oh, like a Valentine's Day debris, um, I was like, hey, because, you know, just thinking about, like I said, my timeline, that switch. And I was like, I really hope, you know, it's not anything like that. Like, I hope it wasn't like a lot of people's like went sour and started thinking about different scenarios, like of how things could have went sour. And so it made me think of like, I hope it wasn't that whoever I saw, not knowing if the other person, you know, reciprocated, but hoping, but still not knowing. So when I saw the people that I saw that were doing like the most in that scenario, that relationship, um, I was like, I really hope that they were prioritized as well. And that was like the biggest piece for me. Like, oh man, people to prioritize you, like for you to know that you are a priority to someone. Just let that, like, can you, do you hear that? Like, I, am I bright enough here? I'm sorry. Move the lights a little bit. Benji, down. Thank you. Um, so, like, oh, sorry. I was about to lose my thought, but I had to grab it real quick. So, my thing is, like, when you know that, you know, at least you get to the place where you know that you are even interested. Let's start there. Sorry, something is in my eyelash or something. Um, you're interested in, a, in another person. So, yes, we're talking about companion relationships right now. Not all of them, but, you know, I always speak generally about relationships because I'd be having to get us to think. Because, you know, what used to happen with me. I'm going to my main point. But, you know, what used to happen with me? I would hear things, um, how it was easy, probably easier for me to, yeah, ignore red flags, right? Because people would say some things, and this is why I totally believe in, like, I don't belong anywhere. Because it would be stuff that I would hear about relationships that I wasn't experiencing. Um, and I'd be like, oh, okay, like I'm good, even though I'm home dealing with, you know, all this toxicity, but I didn't relate to those examples. So I'd be trying to make sure that like, when we talk about relationships, people don't tune out off of the strength of, no, that ain't me. Because mm-hmm, baby, it still could be the fact that your situation is toxic. I don't want it to be, but I want you to learn from it. So don't be so quick to turn off information that you feel like is, is not relevant. Just saying, even if you think it's not even good, if it's like, you can get something out of it. It's just my tip point. So um, it had me think of like, okay, so we start off, there's just interest, right? You start off with interest. Um, you have to acknowledge that. Then you have to acknowledge it. I think when the next step be like, you like, like you like enough to want to explore. I say date, but I know that's the place where people call that. It's the phase of courting. Okay. And then potentially something on and on. Where, where in that sequence do you, you know, like, do you feel, because it could be that the person does prioritize you, but when do you feel like, I guess, that you could expect to feel prioritized um, or that you could even, you know, me, I love to be like, oh, you should bring it up. It's a conversation. Um, <laughs> always my advice, right? So where do you feel like, you know, that you should be the one to bring it up? Like, hey, like, I don't know if you do just ask direct, do you ask directly, you know, am I a priority to you in your life? I kind of like it. What y'all think? Y'all think I'm a clown for that? Um, why does my phone keep closing? But um, I just, I thought about that, that it, one of the, like I said, scenarios that I painted in my head was like, oh my gosh, like, I hope it's not this. I hope it's not that. And I, for whatever reason, priority jumped into my mind. And then it made me think of, of course, then, like I said, about other relationships after the fact, like after I kind of explored all different ways of like, 
kind of really like praying, like, Lord, please don't let it have been this. Don't let it have been that. Let these people be happy. You ever, I know I've said this before. Have you ever, um, like, just being social media friends with someone that you care about, you know, at least really liked in high school, just cool person or whatever, and wish them well, and that you see that they are so in love. So, like, you pray for them, like, Lord, you won't break anybody else up. Please don't let it be them. I have done this so many times because y'all be loving your man. Y'all be loving your girl. Y'all be loving. Y'all be loving. I love it, but I just had to say that. So, um, when, um, hey, no, damn, well, what do you call me for? Crazy. So, um, thank you. You made me lose my train of thought. Either who, uh, relationships or whatever, right? So I started after I explored all of that about just the priority piece, like really wondering when people, I guess, include or yeah, explore that in their, in their like conversations that they have, I will hope communication happens, you know, frequently, even in the beginning. And like, just to talk about random things like, Hey, like, you know, your priorities, like as we're dating, cause you know, they are supposed to change. Uh-oh, before we move on, cause I keep trying to move on, but I keep coming back. Um, you know, priorities can and will change. Uh, if you think about just you as an individual, as you grow, as you mature, um, your priorities are different. At some point, probably what, in our twenties or so, um, is where, you know, we, we were more materialistic, um, and, ooh. okay, I got something to say about that, <laughs> just like at the end of my notes, I had to find it, um, but yeah, like, we were more materialistic, we were, um, I don't know, more, I probably like money hungry, I think that the hunger is there more in your 20s, even though it's a different fight, and more of a fight once you get older, I'm not a fight, but like a push, you know, of like things that you're trying to accomplish. And once you hit 30, now I'm seeing this, um, it's different. So priorities are different, right? Like you, you would probably prioritize something you wanted because you felt like you did. Like, so I never talk about work ethic. I think they can remain the same. It should increase as you go on, but just they can even remain the same. If you were hungry um, in your twenties, it should roll over. It's going to be a little different in your thirties, but either way, right? So I'm not really talking about the work ethic, but just priorities of what you matter. So I'm thinking of the person that's the go-getter, hard worker, at least, you know, um, even if you don't have your own or whatever, usually most of us didn't in our 20s. So just staying there um, with kind of like the trend, right? We can change this and break that mold, but just saying all of us that are in our 30s now in our 20s, most of us didn't have our own as far as like businesses, even like some of us, you know, had our own as far as like living scenarios and cars and things, but business or anything that's kind of coming up now, right? So we'll see business on the 30 side. So we would more than likely prioritize like, oh, I want these shoes or this bag or this jacket or whatever in 20s. Like it just happened, even up to probably 29 for some of us. And it's okay. Okay. Let me be the one to tell you that's okay because my husband's going to have to be patient with me. <laughs> like I'm much, much better now, but still. Out of who? So um, priorities were different. All, all, all I'm getting at, right? And so um, there's this. I was going to mention this, like I said, much later on in the show, and I'll probably come around back around to it. But there's this video of Will Smith because um, there's some po- a, a one particular post, but it's several different pictures and like um, helpful, you know, hints, life hints um, that I'm going to share with you. That's definitely going to be later on in the show, but. Uh, one of them mentions this video of Will Smith. And so he had said, and I quote, <laughs> uh, he defines self-discipline. Um, self-discipline is, um, I guess the root, 
I wrote down exactly what it said. We must have missed the word. So the self-discipline is the root of all materialistic success. So in a sense, not in a sense, we are, as we were materialistic in our 20s, like I was saying in that same scenario, in our 30s, we are too. But it's that because our priorities have shifted um, and matured, right, that, you know, the materialistic assets and achievements that we seek are different. So now in 30s is usually where some people in 20s, fine, I got a head start, but definitely by 30s, like you're thinking of home, you know, even if it's ruling out, like, nobody I want to own a home, I'd rather stay in the park. Like, you still at least have that conversation with yourself, even if you don't move forward to wanting to build or buy, you know, your own home or whatever the case, right? Um, so a shift in priorities. So even still, I see, I say all of that because of what he said about self-discipline being the root of all materialistic success. So whatever we want, whatever we desire, um, whatever we, we are seeking after, it, it still requires self-discipline. Like, so I said that because I was talking about like other people prioritizing you. And of course, you don't want to be in a position for long because I think all of us have probably had this experience or if you have any, probably will. Might have been a late bloomer. Hmm, excuse me. I should have some water, y'all. Lord have mercy. Okay, excuse me. Old. I think that's 32. <laughs> it's not necessarily indigestion or anything, but it's like, oh, I'm talking and just using all this air pipe and uh, anyhow. All right, don't worry about me. But um, you don't want to be in a position where you are waiting for others to prioritize you. We say that in all different types of ways, like all different types of ways. I love this puff sleeves. Oh, she came up a little bit. So cute. Sorry. It's a new shirt alert. <laughs> I'll be wearing the same stuff over and over. Do you understand me? I don't like catch me in here. Same old house shirt. All right, whatever. And then my go out outfit is the outfit for the week. I'm telling you that right now because I barely go out. So if I'm going to run out at any time in a week, and then if it's more than once in a week, oh, baby, it's going to be the same. That's a tangent. You ain't worried about me. Um, (laughs) But you don't want to be, like I said, in a long period of time and definitely not for the rest of your life. So again, if you are, if you have already experienced um, waiting, feeling like you're waiting for someone to prioritize you, um, or if you have not, or if you are currently experiencing that right now, and I want you to what, which I want, what y'all know I'm going to tell you to do first, self-reflect, uh-huh, uh-huh, sit with yourself. I suggested a Headspace, a guide to meditation on Netflix right now. It's really good, really cute, um, really beneficial, I think. I like it for myself, so, um, Sit with yourself, self-reflect, and figure out if whatever scenario you're in right now, if you feel prioritized. Am I saying all of this because I hope that, you know, you're not and you leave your relationship? No. If you find, figure out and feel like, like, I feel like he prioritizes or she prioritizes my life, then or they prioritize my life, okay. They prioritize the relationship that we have or the connection or the, um, I don't know, the bond, the dynamic, right? Just different things like that. Then get down, please. Thank you, baby. Um then that's a good thing. So the point of self-reflection is not always, oh, to make to find out if he's cheating. Like, it's not for that. That's why I don't want y'all to be afraid of self-reflection. Maybe that's what it is. We need to revisit the fact that we talked about and defined self-reflection, which really I just use the words in a, in a sense. Like, self-reflection is the time to reflect on oneself. Like, what what else do y'all want? It, it is self-explanatory. It's just that thing, how I say, like, a lot of things that we deal with, um, 
it's not, it may not be easy, but it's a simple solution usually to a lot of stuff that we need to just, you know, a lot of answers that we have. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, questions, answers that we need, questions that we have. Um, and so even though it's simple, it, it'll be like, ah, that's just that one thing I can't seem to get around to doing. I can't seem to find myself feeling motivated to do so. Let me catch y'all with this one. Boom. I was ready for y'all tonight. I am on red date. Um, let me just find it. Boom. Here we go. So restart, reset, refocus is one of my subtopics for this evening. And truthfully, that's also self-explanatory, but I do hate because <laughs> I, I know now I didn't say it twice in the show, right? Kind of back the back too. I usually hate when people say that there's something is self-explanatory because each self, so, you know, each person, you know, we are individuals. Do we always operate as individuals? Not necessarily. We operate in the sense of flock ship, I guess. So put a word on it, make it sound good uh, or make it sound fancy. But, you know, we, like I said before, like we naturally, you know, we have this innate uh, requirement or sensation. That's a, that's a better way to put it. We have this innate sensation. So something that we just had, like we, we didn't have to work on this, build this up. Um, this innate sensation to to belong, you know, to something, someone, you know, just sense of belonging is definitely something all of us have, even for the person that likes to keep themselves. So the hermit cred, not, and it doesn't mean, you know, as much as others. So it does depend on you being an individual, um, you know, just at the level of interaction that you feel as though you need or that you desire, um, you know, that you need fulfilled, right? So. Um, that's why <laughs> as you are self-reflecting to figure out one, you need to self-reflect regardless, because you, do you know, how would you, how else would you know, you know, which phase or stage you could be in as in you've already experienced, you know, feeling some time of, and it could have been any time in your life, by the way, right. Not just a relationship, but companionship of when you need it, when you should have been prioritized. Right. So whether you experience that already, you haven't or you're currently in it, you need to self-reflect in order to figure out if you are one of those what three categories. Right. And so then you move forward from there. So as you self-reflect, now you are to, again, restart, reset and refocus, because even like I was given a scenario of um, if you realize that you are being prioritized, things are great. This looks good. This feels good. Then that does something like that. Listen, truth be told, and at the time we'd be like, oh, wait till I see him. <laughs> like, you know, like it's that thing. So it's still that's a time where you restart, reset, and refocus because then that kind of does it gives that boost because it was already good. So then you want to work this. So that's the point of not waiting for something to be, you know, at a 10, one out of 10, 10 being the worst, right? You don't wait until something, say if you have a disagreement, um, a dispute, an argument, whatever you want to call it, uh, with someone else. You don't want to wait until, you know, you've let it fester and fester and fester and you're just haven't addressed it. You haven't spoken about it or you gave some fake phony conversation about it, like some dialogue. Sure. Um, But once you have actually say if you worked it through and whether that means that you say if it's a friendship, if you decided to part ways, you know, respectfully, y'all love saying y'all love using this now. And I actually really like it. So I wish y'all get off of it and stop making it like one of those things like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but y'all turn it into like one of these little trend things to say and taking like the value away from it to say respectfully, 
is that who's calling? Um, it's like actually a really good thing. <laughs> like, don't ruin that, y'all. I digress. So to restart, reset, refocus, though, um, is like I said, in that friendship, you either decide respectfully <laughs> to part ways or, you know, that you all have worked to be able to mend it and your relationship can, you know, come right back. That's great, right? Um, that's then, if it's, that's good, then you're building from that. So that say the next time, it doesn't mean you'll never have an art of disagreement again. It just means that the next time there is a scenario, you know, you probably can identify it quicker um, and fizzing it out. <laughs> I've been using it a lot lately. I'm just trying to make fetch happen, apparently. Um, but letting it fizz out earlier, you know, like at an early level of like when it's at a one, a two, a three, right? Instead of, like I said, it getting to a 10, even a seven, an eight, like, Listen, you don't want to know higher, you know, when you, especially if you really respect that other person. So whomever they are, a relative, a friend, you know, companion, ex, whatever, co-parent, you want to try to work it out. That's why I even, I suggest therapy for everyone. So imagine if it was a world where everyone, um, every single person, every living being was seeking therapy, like professional help. And just, it's just a good check-in. Like when things are going good, going great. Um, cause then things can go too great. Like, you know, um, cause again, life is always about finding the balance. So, you know, say imagine each person and then as scenarios arise, it's already normal to say, well, you know, me and my friend, my friend and I, cause what is friend therapy a thing? Usually you hear of, and this is because I've been on a meeting an all day meeting yesterday. And so I did a live talking about, um, like pushing and recommending for family therapy sessions. Um, of course, it's always individual, but um, recommending that, right? Because imagine if it was a normal thing of, you know, friendship counseling. I might be on something, y'all. Hold me on that. Um, but what if, like, I've had disputes, clearly, I've talked all about them. I've had disputes, you know, disagreements, parting of ways, deciding never to reach out to these people again, type thing, like all different type scenarios with friends. People I call best friends, like people I pride myself on being an amazing friend. You know what I mean? So what if, like, and again, it does not mean, oh, let's go and, you know, go to friendship counseling so we can continue to be friends. It's to figure out like what the deal was, because that would mean that we live in a society where it's more important to us about the human interactions than anything else. In all uh, kind of reinventing humanity because it is dead. Don't want to keep talking about chivalry is dead, which I refuse to believe because I've seen it. I've experienced it, but definitely seen it, right? And not even like in close proximity. So I'm not talking about just family or something. That's not where I saw it. I actually always saw it outward. Um, even with some people I call family, but just strangers too. I've seen it. I've seen chivalry. So anywho, so I don't believe chivalry is dead, but also, I mean, not also, but in lieu of what is dead is humanity. That's that's what's dead. And I, I really work to uh, revive it in all that I can do. Like simple interactions, like exchanges with other human beings. I just try to make them good. That's it. Just that decision to be like, you know, I'm just going to be a good person unto them right now. Look at the gar- the market, the you know grocery store, the CVS, like it, Walmart. I don't know, and it doesn't mean you're going above and beyond, right? Just to be good unto people, to be kind, to be polite. Like we have to have these conversations, y'all. Apparently, because I mean, Lord, let me see if you know. 
Y'all finish? Go on now. <laughs> I'm always my grandmother. I was recently told that I have, I forgot how they put it. They always put something so slick, but what do you say? I have motherly, t- mother Tourette's, mom Tourette's or something. And I have um, this incontrollable, incontrollable, uncontrollable, because it was another word that they used, and I know sort of in. Either way, I still said the word wrong. Uncontrollable outbursts of mothering. <laughs> and it's so true. Oh my God. All I was doing, Lord. Um, I was picking my mom up. My mom had a boxy this past week. Um, she's doing well. I got a call today. Dad said that um she's experiencing like the the aftermath, like the symptoms, I think, of it. Um of either the medicine or the, the biopsy, but overall, well enough. Um, keep some prayers though. We could take them. They're always good. And so I was picking my mom up and I was on the phone with a friend. And so because I was pulling up to the hospital, um, and there was this one lady, but whatever. When I say she got, you know she was one of these old ladies that just felt like she was sexy. But I started fussing that she didn't have a coat on or mask. Or a mask about to walk into a hospital. Like, so you expecting them to give it to you? Like, that way to get to the hospitals to get, ugh, I don't know. That did something to me too. Because I was like, oh, you feeling yourself? You feel grown and sexy. You don't have no coat on? Like, ew. Um, anywho, but I, that's when I was told that I have these uncontrollable outbursts of, of mothering. Um, anywho, but uh, even that, I prioritize that. I prioritize the fact that. Um, even in that moment, I know things are deeper for me, whatever. And I don't turn everything into like this deep, whoa moment. Right. But in my mind, I do, (laughs) I just don't put other people through it. But in that moment though, it made me, it reassured me like that I'm heard as a, as a friend. And even though I didn't have a conversation with him afterwards saying that I don't feel like he's a good friend to me, but that also though, to use that for a scenario, I prioritized myself because the point that I'm now getting at (laughs) Trying to loop all this in together because I have so many notes all over the place. Um, is that long so short that so many people, you know, give up Benji, Benji, Benji. Thank you. Um, so many people wake up to give up and give up on themselves, like wake up to or to give up on themselves, or at some point they just decide to give up on themselves. But it is your job. Right. So my job as well, each of our jobs to wake up every day and choose not to be one of those people. Because there are people out here that will give up on themselves, but there are also, as we know, there are people that will give up on us. So, again, I still say you have to be be mixed, be tip of the week. I'm going to say be mixed tip, be tip of the week. Right. Decide to wake up every single day. So if you don't do the affirmations often, every day or just frequently, um, if you don't meditate, whatever, at least practice doing this. So you should, everybody should pray. But, you know, get to that too now. If at the least it's just saying thank you. At this point, I really care who's saying thank you to. Okay? Well, baby steps. We'll get there. Because at some point, y'all know how I really want y'all. Everybody saying thank you to. But that day shall come, right? Um, <laughs> but at least just say thank you, right? So, of course. Christ believers now, you know who to thank. But afterward, like after you've at least said something, right, to your higher being, 
please decide if you have to say it out loud or just in your mind and, and on your shuffle to the bathroom. <laughs> I will not be one of the people to give up on me today. That is your beats of the week. That is your, those are your marching orders. Go forth and be well with those. Okay. You've waking up. Boom. Mm, boom. Ah, a little stretch, a little poop. I always got a morning poop. Um, <laughs> but um, whatever. Oh God. Moving on. It just comes out. But <laughs> right after that, be sure to say to yourself in some way, shape, or fashion. I don't care if you write it down. If you write, write it down and then just read it every day, that, or if you type it every day, if it helps you to say the words and type for some people, that's how they learn. How, whatever works best for you, but you declare every day after you say thanks, I will not be one of the people to give up on me today. That sometimes, that should or could, I'm trying to get away from should, but that can lead to then of, you know, a request of, you know, Lord, um, hire me, Lord, um, can you, can you help me figure out what I'm supposed to do today? What am I supposed to get out of this day? Imagine if you ask yourself that every day. Lord, that's like giving me the same utopia or uti- utopic. <laughs> utopic. I can't figure out the form of that word. Um, so we're just going to go with that, uh, that perfect world. Uh, sorry, I was trying to get my shoe off, y'all. I was trying to do a slick. It didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> I'm not slick at all. Anyway, but you know, just that perfect world of when I said that everybody else was would be um, to, doing therapy, like doing individual individual therapy. Just imagine that. So the same thing if everybody, you know, did this as well as well, and in in all of actually prioritizing yourself, right? The whole point, because you're telling yourself that you're not going to be one of the people to give up on yourself. And so immediately at the beginning of your day, you have prioritized being thankful, keeping an attitude of gratitude. And then immediately after, because this just came to me too, y'all. I'm on something today. Um, prioritizing, right, means just that. Now, yes, does it technically, it means that the most important thing is at the number one, right? Number one spot. Um, and it, you know, decreases as it goes. Okay. But it doesn't, it, it, it's actually good <laughs> that everything is on that list. So even if you have a list of 10 priorities, even number 10 isn't 10. 10 is important because what we'll think of is why well, I prioritize. So, oh, if I prioritize something, everything has to be on the first slot. Everything has to take the first three slots. Like, no, if you have more than one, like that means that there are other things in life other things that maybe even be important to you, but you have prioritized these 10 or X amount of um, things out of everything else in life. And then you've prioritized those in category, right? Fine. Um, Or in order, but each one of them made it to this priority list. So which is set above the rest, right? So you have to allow yourself enough space to where you prioritize your higher being, you prioritize yourself and then you prioritize everything else. Another example of how priorities change is, I'm going to be honest, I have seen it. I've seen it plenty different other places of people talking about how I think it's usually of who eats first, who, who gets their plate first, I think it was. Best answer I ever saw, <coughs> excuse me, best answer that I ever saw, um, that wasn't COVID, I promise. 
<laughs> literally my throat is dry <laughs> dry um but that's about it problems it ain't scratching itching out and shoot I, i'm not gonna put that top back on it because i don't want to catch the cold for that but i just told you i'm gonna have it uh <laughs> uh okay um shoot shoot, shoot. what was i saying y'all dang it I, I gotta stop moving around every time i move around i lose my train of thought <coughs> shoot lost it um I know I'm talking about prioritizing again, but either way. Oh, what I want to mention <laughs> is something funny that um, I'm so mad with that point was about to be. That was going to make so much sense in that moment. Doesn't matter. I'll get back to it. But um, somebody else had told me, I think it was my sister too. I talk to my sister all the time, if you can't tell. And then it, it's different sisters, but I talk to both of them a lot. And then it's my sister-in-law. Anyway, so <laughs> same sister. That was somewhere earlier though. Child, when I think when I say this thing, bless me, she said one of the most for, for those of us that have children, one of the most abusive relationships that you will ever have um, is having children. But then you know me, I get to thinking, right, with my lot of thoughts, lot thought, thoughts a lot, I guess is my name. Um, I was like, okay, okay, I can see that. Cause right now, like I told y'all before, just going into four thing, this man just making all these demands and they like harsh demand, like. Oh, girl, you made me jump. Like, okay, we keep it together, right? Um, so anyway, so I know that, right? I can relate to that. Like, ooh, this is a pretty abusive relationship. Like, it's all about you. You don't really care about my needs. Like, anywho, um, and needing that partnership, child, because the dude's by myself, ooh, child. Anywho, so it made me think deeply or deeper. And I was like, and then if you think about it, the most toxic relationships that most of us can relate to um, that we've ever had is with our parents. So it's, it's toxic parental relationships and abusive children relationships. How do we change that? How do we fix that? Ugh, that's one hell of a description of life. Of, I don't know if we want to say black life or just life in general, but for that to be like that, because even I can think of, you know, our oppressors, the mother folk, you know, the ones without the melanin. Like I can think of those that, you know, a lot of them that talk about their, you know, relationships that were not so great. They're strange relationships with their parents for different reasons in different ways, but still, just like, you know, a lot of us, a lot of skin folk, right? Um, a lot of us millennials that we talk about, you know, and again, it's not all of us. So I thank God that it's not because it's not something I would wish on anyone else. I love my friends, a few of my friends, but my friends nonetheless that um, can say that they, you know, had good relationships with their parents, like healthy relationships, because some of, some people can say good, but I'm talking healthy. Just saying. Um, still mad that I cannot think of that last thought, y'all. I feel like it was going to be a real good one, too. I just got to get over it. Um, case in point, I know it is a show. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't get on my nerves about this. Bend you down. Just rub my leg. Um, thank you. I was watching Mike and Molly last night at my brother's house. <laughs> I really used to like watching that show too. So that's, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. So anywho, so it was the episode where, <laughs> this part is funny. The other part is not, sorry. But it was the episode where his mother had lied about, I think she was fired. She got fired and, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she lied and said that she retired. <laughs> I think it's funny to me, especially to say the lows because it rhymed. Rhyming words will forever crack me up. So child, that thing lied. She let him get so excited as to throw her a birthday party, a retirement party, um, you know, just 
just just going good, right? Going good. Bad grammar and all going good. Um, and so it got around to the party. I think that he must have found out or something. The only that's the thing, the only thing I miss is um if like how how he figured out that she was lying and that she had actually gotten fired. I missed that because it definitely wasn't her telling herself. Um, she was one of those that she went, they were Catholic. And so she went to a confession, professional confession, um, and was like going back and forth with the father, like with, with the priest a little bit, like, girl, okay now, because he was trying to tell, you know, tell her good and she, she was trying to hear it. So she was one of those seven type. Again, I know it's a show, but still just for an example. Um, and mind you, Mike and Molly, the characters on that show beside the one token black guy. Um, they all white, okay? So um, with his thing, um, his relationship with his mother that he mentioned that it doesn't matter. All of that got to the party because all the other stuff would have just really been known the way. They get to the party. And so right before the party, like I said, he already knows that she's lying, but he's just trying to get her to come. He's like, I'm going to keep on with the party and see how far she lets me get to throw her this party. For this this lie, retirement lie. And so at the party, we wind up getting some words and then it just comes out. Child, when I say he um, was telling her off and um, ended up calling her a bitter liar who was horrible to be around. And of course, that like shut the party down. Like, first of all, because you never hear those white people don't talk like that to their parents. Um, that was, you know, like a like an earth shattering moment, right? Um, and so it just had me thinking, like, first of all, wow, to see this depicted on TV, like, y'all to have this problem, because y'all know I didn't open up a little bit by mine. So that, to see it, for it to be televised, for it to be talked about, then televised, then, you know, depicted as a white family, it's like, okay, a lot of reassurance right now, like, not just me, because ditto. Um, with all With love, and I do mean respectfully, but ditto with with what he said to his the same um and so even in that we think about in that moment um in that whole scenario actually of how he prioritized his mother and then so much so the toxicity in it is that he felt like the only answer was to prioritize her toxic traits in order to you know in or rather in hopes of some something some rendering of the relationship, some, you know, for her to try to remedy, you know, the damage that had been done um, because he made mention that it was all his life. So it's not like, oh, they just began to be estranged, but all his life basically. Um, and, and just imagine that, like, I, I feel to- I triggered by your toxic traits. This is a toxic exchange for me. Um, and that could be it too. Y'all ever have some people, because on the same scenario, of course, the mother didn't want to believe it initially. That's at, that's when, during the confessional, he was trying to tell her, the father was trying to tell her, and, or the priest, um, and she wasn't trying to hear it, like, because it was after the party and all that. So, okay. Um, but just imagine that, like, sometimes it's people, they don't even realize that their exchange with you is toxic for you, unless you, what, communicate that. So then that's why you want to prioritize yourself from others. So when you think about distance and like I said before, I talk about experience or people's ex- level of exposure to you, to, to how much of it do they do they get to experience, you know, you and in what way, right? So the different people are not just talking about, you know, you're going to give your body, you give yourself sexually. That's not what I mean. I ain't calling no fornicators, like chill out, right? Um, but that doesn't include that scenario as well. If it's a sexual exchange, you know, is it good enough? Is it worth it for you? Like, 
I never had like, listen, I got this itch, got this scratch, but you think about who, like, okay, this person probably has their phone, but do not feel like doing it with like I don't want that exchange. No. It's not even like, oh, I got a taste for this part. Like, no. And that's okay. You prioritize your needs. There it is. Ding, ding, ding. Prioritize your needs. And it's not just speaking of your your physical needs in that moment when you say and pick and choose who you want to be around, right? Again, it could be, you know, if it's your sexual exchanges, okay, but you should definitely be picky there. But still, especially now when COVID, but even beforehand, I was talking like this before COVID. So picky, okay? Picky. It's okay to be picky there. I'll stop being picky about other stupid stuff, please. Shut up. Y'all sound dumb. Being picky about dumb stuff, and I'm just leaving it alone. I ain't going to detail, but y'all sound real dumb all on social media trying to be picky about stupid stuff. Moving on. Um, but you know, that is another example of how you restart, reset, and refocus, right? Um, there was a post that um a, a good friend, Shaka Broderick. Um, you know, we're going by Brianna, so I don't <laughs> I don't know why I just going by his real name just now. But um there he 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 actually posted <clears throat> and he said vent, cry, scream, and pray, basically in that order. Um uh and that um, that that's a, a good way to do just that to restart, reset, and to refocus um, in your self-reflection. But that's not just that all three of those to restart, reset, and refocus are not just in the self-reflection. People will think like, oh, I, you know, I finally did this weird thing that Benia been pushing and, you know, almost not bullying, but pressing for y'all to do, right? So you'll tell yourself like, oh, I finally did. I self-reflected today. Okay, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty cool. No, you have to do something after that. It's not just that. Oh, I self-reflected today. Yep. Life's in order now. I'm saying that to even to me. I told you the show is for me. Like, I am that person. I'm definitely that person that will feel like I, you know, oh, I did something because I do so much. That is why I say, and this is again out loud for myself. Um, I say this often, I've said this, I haven't said in a while, even though it's relevant to a recent conversation I had, but I'm never impressed by people saying and claiming to do a hundred million things. Never impressed by that because truth be told, again, because we're human and we forget that we're human sometimes. Um, that's why we applaud the people where we think they're a superman, a superwoman, Batman, but whatever. Um, <laughs> that, um, you know, like, oh, you know, they're superhuman, right? They have superpowers. Okay. But we're all human. So people juggling a lot of things usually means that something's lacking somewhere. In the 50 things that you do, some of those things you're not giving your 100%. Okay. And so by you not doing that, you know, obviously, again, something is lacking, something's missing. I'm much more impressed by people, you know, giving their all, like having just enough on their plate and giving their all to that. Because again, I'm listening for, like, if we think about the dating life right now, so from a singles, I know I'm talking to a lot of people about that are in scenario uh, relationships, situationships, or datings and courtships and, you know, things like that, date ships, um, D ships, I don't know, whatever, you know, different levels, right? Uh, but now, like, <clears throat> excuse me, for my singles, for us, okay, <laughs> be clear, um, it is for us to, you know, again, prioritize ourselves, you know, beforehand and figure out how we plan to like observe. Cause I don't want to say like, you know, it's nothing that you force. We don't want to force anything. I feel like it's needs to, um, but it's nothing that you want to force. But when you start to, like I said, asked earlier, just in which phase of, you know, relationshipness, um, do you, 
expect to see some sign that you are somebody's priority or that you are a priority in someone's life because that's what you're listening for because again priorities change so like while you're dating uh you may be so i said don't think that all priorities have to be in the number one slot so even yourself in somebody else's life especially starting out so the priorities go like in that in order uh for priorities for someone that's in a courtship get out of saying dating in a courtship is that you know, it's God, God always first. So, you know, they're higher being, okay. Uh, their belief system, because everyone should have one. Let's just get that out of the open. So you have that, right? Then, but for the, it should be family, right? Wrong. Should be God, the higher being, self, that you can tell that they, you know, actually appreciate themselves or that they're working on it at least. Because I think a lot of us are in the working on the face <laughs> of like prioritizing ourselves and kind of doing enough that somebody could be like, oh, are you? Okay, good job. That's why the big push, more conversation around like self-love, self-care rather. Great conversations because we need to increase that. Just like those Christmas movies where Santa needs more uh, Christmas cheer, you know, more belief in him for him to be able to fly or whatever. Same thing. Same thing. Um, that we just need we need more belief. It, it might be that we have to do more that somebody would believe that we're actually self-loving, but we may feel like that we're doing enough. You know what I'm saying? Like when you are in that process of beginning to prioritize yourself over, you know, everything else, um, because it, it feels weird. Like, so for the selfless people, for us, <laughs> right now I am leaving out the selfish people because I don't stand, I don't understand juice. I don't get it. I am so selfless that it is so hard, like immensely difficult for me to grasp the concept of a stingy person. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Like just amazing. Like, so you can just only care about yourself all the time. Like, tell me more, please. Like, please. Like, I, I tell me more. I need more. Like, please give me more. So, like, Sorry, y'all. You know, you cross your arms, you got to adjust. You can't just do it all fast like the rest of these. Okay. Um, but for the singles, like, at some point, you should be judging whether you feel like you are a priority in this person's life. And then, of course, there are levels to everything. So are then are you a genuine, like, it's for you, again, another self-reflection, because then you figure out, like, well, do I feel like this is, you know, genuine, a genuine, um, like priority in this person's life. Uh, once you start, you know, a scenario or situation, whatever, our dating, courting, what have you, um, to figure that out. Cause I know right now in my life, I am not okay with feeling like I'm not a priority in somebody's life. I'm just not okay. Friend or companion, like it doesn't mean, and I know that I guess there are different dynamics of each relationship. So that's what I mean. I don't mean all of my friends, all of my friends I'm not expecting to talk to every day. Cause that's never been the case. I've never talked to each of my friends, even when I had like multiple best friends, not all of them that I talked to on a regular basis, but the few, like the few that like were my best friends that we were distant. I'm still like, because it really still to this day is, is the scenario that either they physically live away from me um, or, you know, just that we just don't talk every day or very often. But when we do, you know, every so often that it's amazing. Like, and our exchange is just our respect and love for each other. Like, absolutely. It works. So just saying, in case you needed a, you know, trying to figure something out, a long distance relationship or friendship, can't speak to relationship, sorry, take that out. Long distance friendship, it can work. And again, it can be in the same city because a lot of us are doing it now, right? 
or staying in contact with friends in different ways. You can't just go pop on people's house and all that. Some people are doing it, but okay. Um, so yeah. Um, so again, for singles to, you know, figure out where in the sequence you would like to feel prioritized, you know, cause it's not going to be initially. So with that, like I was saying that the order goes for someone that's, you know, healthy healing, um, that, you know, it's the higher beings of God self. And then, then there should be like family, uh, work, you know, things like that. Um, money of course is important, but you know, you see where people prioritize it. I can say right now and say right now that I know that my daughter's father, unfortunately, would be number one thing before anything and everything else is money and first, like just, and while we think that that can be a good thing. And I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah. We can talk about more in depth some other time. Um, Cause I'll take away from other stuff I want to touch before we get out of here tonight. But um, we, you know, we know we've heard the day old tale of, you know, the root, um, the love of money is the root to all evil. And so to dissect that, a lot of people has, have misinterpreted that as money is the root of all evil and not necessarily true. You can strive for it. You can work for it. We need it to live upon the, you know, land of the living. Um, everywhere, everything costs money, costs you something. Kind of easier to give up the money for it than your soul <laughs> or your goods. You know, I'm just saying that's different things. When y'all allow me paying with stuff, paying stuff with Anywho, um, I'm not knocking it. I'm never knocking anything. I just let y'all do what y'all need to do. I just be talking, telling y'all what I learned and what I be thinking. That's it. No judgment. Um, but, you know, like, it's not necessarily money, right? And so we try to operate in a case of like, you know, that's where people come like shame and people like, oh, you make that much? You do this and you did that? You moved out of the... It's the love of money when you have that, like almost give your life for it kind of thing. Like you, or actually give you know a part of it, like your social life, your life with your children. Just saying, um, I get that we have to work for it, but you have to find that balance. I say that probably every show now. Like just that is something I say in life often. Um, you have to find that balance. It cannot be that everything that you do, everything that you desire. Is money, money, money. It can't be. Even if it is for the cause of setting up, you know, setting your children up. Oh, my children be straight. Cool. But straight means that, that you're just speaking about financially. You're missing, which is, all, is my day old fight, you know, just in my own scenario. Like my daughter is missing the experience of having a father in her life regularly, even under a co-parent, you know, uh, agreement. Like, not getting it and has never had it even in the time that she saw it more often like it still was like a I don't even want to go back there but explain that because now it's just null and void like now it's nothing so I guess that was better I don't know I'm not sure but either who I don't even know what I want for that scenario anymore to be honest but um it, it comes from that love of money like you're not supposed to like yeah you sacrifice here's a good thing yeah, you sacrifice things to make more money. Sure, sometimes. But as you prioritize to bring it all home, as you prioritize, you realize which things you are willing to sacrifice and which things you're not. Me personally, I would never, and I never want to have to put my foot in my mouth, I would never prioritize in general. Like some days, like like now, I have to say, like, Sydney, I can't play right now. I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. Okay? But at some point, you know, you do have to prioritize the thing that you will give up. 
So, but in general, I would never want to be able to say that, you know, I chose work and, you know, needing to provide for us, you know, over, you know, giving my, my child, my children, you know, an experience, a loving, you know, caring, kind, uh, peaceful um, environment to grow up in. Like, I'm, I'm not sacrificing that. And so that does include having a mother, having a father in home. Y'all, so a lot of our children are not getting this experience, right? Um, and it's it's so common. Remember I talked about last week, last week too, Phil, um, last week about <clears throat> the difference between common and normal. So what we, we will normalize something and that's what makes it common. But yet um, it comes from the root of the fact that we, at some point, we could identify or made ourselves aware that something was not normal, right? Um, and then we decided to make it normal. So we normalized something that was abnormal um, and that's how it became common. So um, I know, of course, we have different, I'm not going to say conspiracies, but different viewpoints, right? Of, of course, what, what we know, but still different viewpoints of how we got here, how it was normalized um, or has been normalized over generations now of the father not being present in the home. We get, we get where that comes from. We get different, we've heard different viewpoints about that, but all in all that, but we've continued that at some point, Somebody was supposed to acknowledge that enough to say, hey, man, all men, listen, gather up. We're going back home like we're doing it. Not to say it's not happening at all, but, you know, just as far as numbers wise. Um, And so that's common and not normal. So the same thing, you know, in in the other scenario of common versus normal, of prioritizing all things over self. Um, I'm actually I'm going to repost this picture because I really meant to post this for the promo for the show. Um, but then it's like, I forgot. And then I was reminded I didn't want to do it because I thought it was something else. doesn't matter. I'm going to still say, share this after the show. Um, but it reads, <clears throat> excuse me, we are no longer glamorizing being overly busy. We're focusing on delegating, outsourcing, saying no, and organizing our current tasks. But we're not chasing exhaustion this year. Did y'all hear that? That's, I have to repost this. Like, Shout out to Kaya Nova, the Kaya Nova, girl, whoever you are, appreciate you for these words because exactly that. <clears throat> Y'all, throat so dry, excuse me. So um, it was, my mine is actually a screenshot of a repost by My Pride Idea. Um, no, My Pride Apparel, sorry. <clears throat> and the caption said, a great mem- reminder as we head into the weekend. Don't be afraid to release and rest. So I had been last week. I can't remember. Sometime recently, sometime this month, I talked about like rest, just rest. Um, I was about to post something yesterday on my personal page to say, hi, my name is Vania and I am burnt out. And I was back and forth about saying burnt out because I didn't want nobody to read it and be like, she got burnt. Oh my God. No, no, no. Um, that's impossible. <laughs> Possible. Okay. So, <laughs> but I was like, I was going to put the word overwhelmed, but I meant more than overwhelmed. Like work is, y'all, let me tell you, let me tell you about into yesterday. So yes, it was Wednesday. So real time on Tuesday night. Um, yesterday was my youngest nephew. He just turned two. So it was his birthday. Um, and so Tuesday, uh, my, my brother, sister-in-law, they, um, 
I'm going to see my brother and sister now, but I don't want nobody that doesn't know. So you're like, your brother and sister had baby. My brother and sister-in-law. So really my sister in love, but she's more my sister. He's my brother, but because that's my baby. Like, that's my girl. Anywho, so um, they asked me to keep the kids. So now these are my nieces and nephew that it's the, at my eight-year-old, the twin, three-year-old, same age as Sydney. Um, so we call them the triplets. And then my nephew, like I said, who just turned two. So that's this cluster. So sure, okay, we'll keep them. And knowing that it was his birthday that next day. So like I said, this was Tuesday night. That his birthday was yesterday. Um, and he came over, well, let me do his hair. Like, you know, they have all this beautiful hair. Like, and I want to say this now. Oh, Lord. I. I, uh. <laughs> I am struggling. I had to get myself. I am struggling with Sydney's hair. This is my cry, my outcry, right? Um, uh, for support, in need of serious support um, and help to deal with um, toddler hair that is thin. Um, it's short. It's considered short, not a problem. I want to be truthful and. And dry though, like the scalp stays dry, like just, I need help because I know how to deal with my nieces and nephew hair, um, where any children's hair that I did in the past, like even my nieces down south, a lot of hair, my Lord mercy, they had, it was three girls, three different curl patterns, um, and just, you know, got, I love to get in the hair, learn the curl patterns, learn which side of the hair is thicker than the other, I love that, I used to know that, I'm like, oh, you're the one that has the thicker side on the right side, so let me you know, do parts over here or something like that. Anywho, um, and so with Sydney's hair, like my own child, like my own daughter at that, like I, I don't, I can style all day, but it's like, I don't to try to do the right things and use the right different products to enhance growth. Oh, I'm going keep me lifting. So either who, so I did my nephew turn on that child. It rolls into, so now I have to do, I have to do my niece's hair and Sydney's hair was already out. She was washing her hair and all that. So really had to do, the four youngest ones, the eight-year-old, her hair is done. Mackenzie's hair was fine. It was beautiful. Great. So I washed his hair. The parents came. Y'all want to leave him here tonight. It's fine. I'm thinking I'm going to give myself kind of a free-ish day. Yesterday being Wednesday from work. Like I work, but you know, I don't have to be like so intense and into it. So um, not so. Stayed up really late because again, not thinking much of it. Uh, stayed up really late. Um, because I washed the three girls, the three young girls' hair, got everybody up because they took bath after they ate. Okay. They laid down. Um, no, I take each person out individually, um, dry them off, cut fingernails and toenails, grease them down, pajamas, and laid everything out. Boom, get through all of that. Now I got everybody out, get the tub cleared out because they ate over and take them That's what that's out. All the rest of the Barbie accessories. Thank you. Take it off, please. Silly. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so um I do all of that. And so I start on his hair. Um, like I said, a lot of hair, a lot of long hair. Um, he wanted to cry about it. it just oof. anywho, it was a task, but I love it. I enjoy this type of work. I enjoy this stuff, right? So anywho, so fast forward, I stay up. I literally gonna go to bed at like five, five that morning. Um, I get up. My boss calls me. I have a new executive director. She called me like eight something. Um, she was having Bluetooth issues. So I was able to slow a little bit. Okay, get myself together. 
Um, don't know. I'm pretty sure I still sound like a man. I probably sound like this right now. So I don't know. So I feel like I sound like a man right now. <clears throat> um, and so, okay, I speak to her. I realized like, okay, boom, I'm clear. I can still play, you know, play it light today. I can probably snooze for a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna lay back down. All the kids are still asleep because they stayed up late because my nieces and nephew are known for getting up early, early rises. Lord have mercy. Night terror rises and early rises. Sweat. Um, Baby, when I tell you, I literally, as soon as I climbed into bed, just took my glasses off, did my click clack, laid them down. I get a call from my board that I sit on asking, am I ready for the day-long review board meeting that we had? Am I joining the call at 845? Yep. So from 845 to 245. Now I'm in here as a single mother of seven with the five skin babies and the two fur babies. Okay. So we get a break because one person didn't show up for a poor review. I now cook up chocolate chip, what, pancakes and eggs and sausage and juice. Like, okay, boom, get everybody fed. I need y'all back upstairs. Give me time. Okay, I'll tear everything up on mine because we're getting ready. We went to Chuck E. Cheese for his birthday yesterday. Shout out to, uh, I hate to do the shout out, but still, shout out to if you are, you know, willing and able and okay of going um, for any reason. Weekday, I'm seeming. I haven't been on a weekend at all because I've only been twice in this whole COVID thing. Uh, once, but like way surprising. And this one that's playing, got it. Uh, yes. Um, no, I do not know it. This is probably over there in the clothes, though. You have to look. The clothes aren't in there. Okay. Or you can look in there. Mackenzie might have put something interesting. And she forgot her doll again. Make sure you put them back so Benji doesn't eat them. You're going to be sad if you eat your doll, baby. You just digging in, got clothes out. Okay. <laughs> Mommy still doing her show, Sydney. She could care less. Please don't think that just because I said that I thought she was gonna care because I did. Um <laughs> but yeah, so do all that. Okay, boom, breakfast for everybody. I get done my review. So now I can finish up hairs. I did most of his hair and only had a corner left. But then I had to do is his sister's hair, have a lot of hair, got their hair done, I had to do Sydney's hair. Okay. Child, when I say that by the time I was finishing up, the last one had to do two others. The parents come, I get them out, get them dressed now, get them out the door, like, and we go to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I was dog tired yesterday, okay? Um, so, um, sorry, that was a message. I shouldn't have read the message. I should have been going on my notes. But yeah. I don't know, baby. You have to look for them. They're around here somewhere, okay? Just find them. Look, they might be in here. Did you look in here? Her closet? Yes. I told you I was my show CEO. I just Yes, in the closet. Okay, go ahead and check in there. Um, now, there are so many toys that are sprinkled all throughout my living room and dining room floor in the matter of what? What was that? Two minutes, maybe, that she's been down here again? I digress. <laughs> I'm prioritizing. So even in that, y'all, when something comes across your plate, kids, um, bills, I don't know, anything else, prioritize yourself even in that moment. Like this, I'm going to drive this priority thing home, like, like beyond just this show, because when you decide in a moment's time that I'm going to figure out how something such and such, excuse me, makes me feel right now. That'll help you to diffuse the situation. And how are you doing that? You, the by way of part deciding to what to prioritize in a moment, in a moment's time that you are self-reflecting, you're practicing self-reflection. Um, it's just that easy, it's that simple, but it is also just that necessary. 
please prioritize yourself. Um, I've said before that some of you, I've heard, I've seen a lot of you say like, you know, it's my, it's my time that's important to me. Like I have to prioritize people in my time because, you know, either truthfully, like that means that those people are more of a priority to you, which I, was a recent conversation I've had, like, I don't feel like a priority in life. So I don't know what that means. Like that tells me nothing. And then you're not telling me anything either. I can't respect that. Not in this age, like not in this day. Not, not okay with, you know, this is why I'm single. Cause I don't speak up or I don't. Why? And, and so it sucks. I think earlier I was asking a question of, um, or at least I was going to ask like, when did somebody be like, what, the, why do you do this? Like, this is not, what happens? Like what happens when, and I've talked about this a while ago, but like when you find out that the not in this particular most recent scenario for me, but I have found out found out in the past that like the good guy can be a dickhead. Like I, how and why? Like you're not built to be that. So like in the recent conversation I had, I just saw, said I introduced introduced the idea of saying like I know for sure in my heart of hearts like you're not an F boy. Like I know that, but you that's why you can't give me signs of that. And so even he would respond. He was like, yeah, I was about to jump back. Like, dad, not dad. I know that's not me. Like, good, right. So we agree there, but the F-boy starts somewhere. That's all I'm going to say. That should be tip of the week. F-boy starts somewhere. Don't be that. And that's for male and female or non-binary. Like, listen, whatever you, whatever your pronouns are, that's for you. Okay? You can still be an F-boy. Anyone can be an F-boy. Choose not to be. That should really be tip of the week. Okay? And in conjunction with, you know, as you think the Lord above, right? And then you, like I said, you affirm to yourself that I will not, I will not be, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, what did I tell you I was saying? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and then I will not be one of the people to give up on myself today. And then right after that, you tell yourself, I choose not to be an F boy. Just easy because everybody can be one, Right. So that was what I meant in that most recent conversation there to say, like, I, you can't give me signs of that. Like, give me off communication and being OK with it. Like, I'm not impressed by the fact that you have, you know, so many people to talk to and all that. That's fine. And not that it's for me to be impressed, just saying, but I'm not impressed by it. And it's because, like, I, I, I do and have a lot to do oh, so much, like. Ooh, that breath felt good because that's how much I have on me. By the way, I look and feel like actual pretty today. I don't know what that's about. It's the brown for me, I think. I don't know. You know, the, the sleeve makes it look like my shoulders are hella brown. Like I look like this, but I froze the sleeve. Um, that's why I wish it was up here a little bit. That'd be so But anyway, so um, yeah, that like that was the thing. Like I refuse, I can't, I can't deal with you giving me signs of being that. Um, and me that just tells that, you know, I'm not a priority, which is fine, but I'd rather be that. And that I respect you. More if, you know, there was something clearly to say, this is also someone I openly, a long time ago, like admitted, like, I'm not afraid to say I like you. Like, that was the way I put it. I would think we can read in that to say, like, you can tell that I'm saying I like you, but whatever. Um, and so you can't be the person to say, I would say yes or no or something and not say anything either. Zayda tells me no or, or no, even though it just means you haven't said it yet, but we're beyond this, I think, age-wise, but okay. <clears throat> so again, <laughs> what do you have to do? 
reset. I mean, restart, reset, and refocus. Exactly what I decided to do. Not that he really did anything and made any offense towards me, but I was offended by, you know, some lack there, right? And so in my mind, I decided just not to be worried, but I still had to do the restart, reset, refocus. So even in something that you're like, oh, I'm over it. Okay, cool. Because say if you start in a new relationship and let's say uh, that you, you know, are in contact with some people that, you know, could be found offensive to your new relationship that you have not, you know, cut ties clearly, um, just been concise about things. Like even if you started off in a scenario, because I know all of y'all love to be like, oh, I told the person I wasn't ready for a relationship. Sure. But whatever you did in between the time, like, and if they are fit now feeling like that there's hope there, you need to make sure you cut that <clears throat> for the, the respect for the relationship you have with me. That's how I feel. Cause that's what I would do. I feel like anybody you've been sexually involved with in any way, I don't care if they think about you. Like I got to cut them off. Like, <laughs> no, I don't care if you don't want to think. No. And I don't want comments stomping around like that, but I kind of expect it just to happen. And so I'm taking note if it does not. Moving on. <laughs> um, was it? Okay. So I already said that earlier. Okay. So I won't repeat that. But another example is that there are men that want commitment. Um, and then there are men that are ready for commitment. <clears throat> and that is why. So men, you can interchange that for whatever is relevant for you. Right. Um, so there are people that want commitment. And then there are people that are ready for commitment. baby <laughs> you figure that out and you go it, it, commitment is not just saying i commit myself to you i think in earlier ages you know we would have oh, i don't know if y'all can hear that but i just heard so much drop from up there. it wasn't a baby it's just her dropping stuff lord have mercy um she wearing hang around them cousins and cousins love to tear something up because y'all should see my floor Right now, I cannot believe it was so clean. Um, anywho, but you know, like it, there are people that are ready, and then that that are people that want, and then there are people that are ready. Um, I believe I'm both, um, but uh, apparently God feels like I am not. I'm either neither one of those or one of those I'm not. Right? Because I think it takes both um, to really <clears throat> um, actually make that commitment to someone else, and so. It's for you, like I was saying for the singles earlier, to figure out where you stand, you know, where you're found on the list of priorities for that person. Do they even have a list of priorities? They should. And physically written down isn't necessarily a requirement, but it's helpful Um, because sometimes that's what helps when you're trying to figure out what those priorities are. Um, Because maybe that's a, there's another piece of the week, maybe um, an activity to do as a new relationship, a new partnership, a new Part, uh, I said partnership already, a new dynamic, a new situationship, whatever the case may be, a new dateship, courtship, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, friendship, uh, relative, right? A relative ship, like, <laughs> um, just because you need to be clear of these things early on. And I know it's work and the stuff is like, man, it's getting heavy, but those are the times when you plan 21 questions and then by question six, it get to something sexual. Or y'all playing Never Have I Ever? And it automatically goes to something sexual. Like, please, please y'all cut it out. Um, but th- that during those times, 
when you're asking all the questions and all their favorite colors in the center third, you get to ask, not then, where do I reside on your priority list, but do you have a list of priorities? What are your priorities in your life? And maybe you give a number or ask them. That's how you find out they really have a list or not, even if it's just in their head. You know, ask them, like, hey, do you have a list of priorities? It's going to continue on a little bit into next week because I really got something I want to share with y'all. Um, I'm not going to have time because I want to talk through it. But so now I'm kind of stalling a little more um, until we get out of here because I got a few more points and then it would have been me sharing that post. We'll see. We'll see. But um, <laughs> I really don't think we're going to have the time. But like for this person and for like the commitment, that's the the whole point is to find out even just if they have priorities. And then because you have to allow space and time for things to grow and to matriculate. And so then you allow some time or as you feel like there's a shift in, you know, the title or bond um, or connection, whether good or bad, if it's a shift away, you know, shift apart or shift closer, then you want to then revisit that conversation. Like, oh, your list of priorities, like, have they changed? Maybe that's how ladies, I'm this is good. Maybe that's how you come up with asking, you know, because I, I would admit, I'm the person that will have all this to say, tell y'all do all of this. And like, <laughs> basically bitch up. Like, I just shut down. Like, ooh. Like, ah, I want to say all this, but ah, I don't want to. Like, <laughs> a struggle. That's why I, when I started the show, I said it is time for me to unmute myself because that was how I was living my life. So at least this is just in the scenario of really, if I like you, I don't really know what to say. I don't like you. I got, I can say whatever I want. Um, <laughs> and so this is for me like that. This is a time where th- this is something that would help us. If I, if someone told me this during a time where I'm struggling to be like, Oh, I like this guy, you know, whatever I want to talk, um, it's something I want to say or this or that just, you know, as if some of that effort has been made toward me, um, that it would help me to ask like the, that question of what are we? Everybody wants to stay away from that. I have no problem in that. I've, I've actually said it, but of course, it's, you know, it's a little fear in the beginning, a little anxiety, but that's that's what you need to know. You need to know what are you? Because then, like I was saying earlier, some of y'all say that time is the most important thing to you and you prioritize that. For me, it's energy. I prioritize based off of energy and then it's based off of, it's, it's like twofold, right? Um, but hand in hand because... I prioritize my energy based off of where you find yourself on my list of priorities and based off of where you find your list or find yourself on the list of my priorities is how much energy, like I, you know, because overall, like it doesn't mean that this person only gets a little bit of me, but it, it might mean like, okay, so if I have more than one best friend or even just for you all to have more than one friend and how you are sure that you are a good friend to each of those friends, um, no matter how many they are, a lot, a little, a one, that's fine. You still want to be a good friend to whoever you call friend, whoever calls you friend. Um, I think a lot of us have left that out. So again, to speak to the um, lack of sense of humanity just across the board, we know that. I mean, we know from our oppressor, but can we at least just talk about within our own community? And I'm not just talking about the shootings. You know, I'm in Baltimore, so anybody's not Baltimore. N- common here. There we go. See, I was about to misuse the word normal. So I'm about to say normal here. Common. Very common. Frequent, right? Um, but not normal. So I'm not going to even normalize it. But um, shootings, right? So I'm not talking about that, but 
you know, just where people fall in 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 categories um, of of bad friendships because the a list of priorities were you know different, and it was never addressed. That's really the issue. A lot of things will be you know we'll have issues and we won't address them. We know that personally, just for you know maybe our daddy issues, mommy issues, um, growing up issues, whatever, and then fast forward to now these different relationships that we have. And, you know, we work to get over them or we just move past them. And so they're unaddressed. And here we are. Right. And so, again, it always goes back to priorities. And so when I say that, if it's difficult for you to ask the question of, you know, what are we or whatever, which you should not. But if you are, I need to reword it so that we feel like you're not pressing up. I don't know if y'all can hear the dog. He is just huffing and puffing. I'm not sure what's going on. I can't see him over my laptop. <laughs> um, but you want to. Again, find out if they have a list of priorities and then where you fall on that. Um, you definitely made me forget my train of thought. I was about to say something else before I said that. Uh, because at the end of the day, I don't really use that phrase often, but still, um, it's all for us, right, to be better for ourselves first, um, but with our children in mind. And that's whether you have children or not, because it's it's supposed to, you know, be paying it forward. So just some people to come after you, whether they you don't bear them, you know, from your loins or not, right? Um, um yeah, I'll, I'll pick this up next week because I saw that next point. There's no point in sharing that now because I want to get into that like real happy. But um, I do want to share <clears throat> who said, oh, um, Pastor Jakes Roberts, Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I don't think I'm messing that up. Um, she, it's, it's something I'm gonna finish watching, but I, I watched a, a clip of it um, where it was called uh, Carry It. Carry It. I knew it was almost like my sister's book, Carrying It All. But um, this segment of Sarah Jakes um, Roberts was um, Carry It, right? And so that next point that I was gonna talk about that I'm still gonna get into next week. But the next point that I was going to read was um, the overall point is to get off of what you should be carrying. So that, like I said, we'll get into that. But she shared in this segment, before we get out of here, she shared that her grandmother or her mother, her mother had quoted her like one of those old country phrases or sayings. Um, And it says, only a fool pays for what they want and begs for what they need. So, of course, I thought about that on the surface. You know, um, she thing about the scenario that she brought it up in was that, like she said, she thought she was grown um, and she realized she wasn't grown until you get out and actually paying your bills and not just, you know, a bill or so, like, but all of your bills and then everything depends on you. So I think this is when she said she had her first apartment and all that. I think she said she needed help on rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mother, that's when her mother quoted that and said, only a fool pays for what they want and begs for what they need. Of course, Benia, being Benia, and I watched it earlier today. So, you know, preparing for the show is why I had these notes where it's really not a lot of notes, but I just think it's all of them because they were all like heavier talking points. But before we got out here to mention this though, that my thought about that phrase of only a fool pays for what they want and begs for what they need, I thought about for self. Only a fool continues to pour out unto others and not prioritize themselves. That's for you as someone that might feel like someone else is not prioritizing you. So then maybe that's a reflection of how you lack. So I prioritize yourself and your own needs, wants and desires and all. Um, and then vice versa. That, you know, some people, 
just will fail again. People will decide to give up on you. You have to make your make up your mind that you will not be one of those people every day, every single day. So the word for today, word for this week is priority. Prioritize yourself. Be sure to be good to yourself first. Whatever you want to be, you know, just in general. So usually mean for other people, be that to yourself first. You want to be a good listener to someone else as well as you want someone to be a good listener to yourself. Uh, yeah, to you, for yourself. Listen to yourself first. Okay? Prioritize yourself over all things moving forward. Make that decision today. Live in peace. Until next week, spend another episode of B-Mix right here on BeExposedRadio.com. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.